0: I used to be a bartender for some trashy dive in the middle of nowhere, Missouri. It was a job that I took because I was in need of money, and I wasn't the smartest kid out there. I'm not saying bartenders are stupid or anything like that. What I am saying is that this bar would hire anyone that knew how to use a shot glass. Basically, if you could hold a glass bottle and pour it into a little cup... You could have the job. One would think that the fancy drinks may require a bit more dexterity or understanding, and you would be right. But this bar was in a part of town where no one ordered drinks with a color that wasn't caramel. I think that pretty well explains the place, as well as the clientele. Truckers, bikers, some tweakers, the best of the best, but hey, at least we had live music sometimes. I worked at this bar for a few years actually, mostly because the money was enough to pay my rent. To tell you when I worked there, this was at a time before Lyft or Uber, back when you had to actually have the number to a taxi company, call them to get someone out, and they would send the little yellow car to come get you, or whomever. Most of the people that came into our bar would get what they wanted, drink, and get out. Most of them could take care of themselves, whatever that meant to them, be it a designated driver or just self-control. However, we also had a good number of people that would come in, get completely trashed, and we would have to take care to make sure they didn't get into a car. Strangely enough, this wasn't actually that hard. We would tell them that they would have to give up their car key to get more to drink, Most people were there to drink too much, so they would hand me the key and move on. Then, as stated earlier, when they were done drinking, we would get them a cab and get them home, or wherever. I hate to be that guy, but after they left the bar and got into the taxi, it wasn't my problem anymore. The situation is one of those times where the events took place, and while there was nothing I could have done, I kind of wished I could have. That specific night was fairly busy. We had a group of bikers that had come in to have a night together, which usually meant that things would be a bit more calm. It's kind of funny how having 10 or 15 burly guys in leather sitting around the bar makes other people behave. Because of this group, I was spending a lot of time and effort taking care of them and their requests. Which is fine, but when you're one of two people working the bar, you have to try to balance the handful of other people with the large group. Of course, the large group were also great tippers, and well, that kind of made me lean into their needs a bit more. I know, selfish reasoning, but it is what it is. We had a few people leave after only one drink, because they were probably annoyed, but there was one guy who was sitting in the corner and just kind of staring off into nothing, like he was spacing out. As a bartender, you have to make your customers at least feel welcomed into the establishment. So I went over to his table at one point, and I asked if I could get him another drink as his glass was empty. He kind of stared at me for a second and smiled, and then shook his head. I could tell that something was up with him, so... I paused and decided to go ahead and talk to him for a moment, basically asking him if he was alright. At first, he seemed like he wanted me to go away, but I dropped the line that always seemed to work on people like that. Hey man, I get paid by the hour, and a couple drinks is a hell of a lot cheaper than a therapist, so if you need to get something off your chest, well, now's a good time to do so. It seemed like it got through to him. He nodded and kind of grinned before he started talking. Well, man, I'm going to be honest. Today was probably the worst day that I've had in a very long time. I was actually fired from my job for the last nine years today because I made a single mistake that cost the company a couple grand. I was used to hearing the I got fired today stories, and I could tell that this guy was stuck in his own head and needed someone to talk to. So, I pulled a chair and decided to sit and listen for a moment. I told him to keep going, and talking it through would probably help him in the long run. He laughed a bit, but then he kept talking. It was really just a stupid moment. I messed up, and my boss had to fire me. He had no choice. And now, I'm sitting here spending what little money I had trying to feel a little more numb than I was already, so that I can go home and tell my girlfriend that I don't have a job anymore. I could tell that this was really hurting him at this point. You know that look people get when they want to break down but are holding it back? That was the exact look this guy had. I asked him what he was drinking, and he told me that he really couldn't afford another one at that moment. I told him it was on me. In celebration, He kind of stared at me for a moment, and I told him it was to celebrate the future, because while that situation sucked, things would get better, and it was better to believe that the future was worth celebrating than to wallow in the pain of the moment. Side note, yes, being a bartender made me philosophical, and I was damn good at it. I then told him that even if he was struggling at the moment he wouldn't be broke forever. And I told him to just remember me when he became a billionaire, unless it came from robbing a bank, in which case we'd never met. If nothing else, I got a bit of a chuckle out of him, and that was all that I needed. He smirked, and told me that he'd had a Jack and Coke. I told him I would get him a new one, went back to the bar and did so. He thanked me, and told me that he would remember that in the future. I told him no problem, and then told him to try to have a good evening. He nodded, and I went back to my bar, taking care of the bikers and the handful of other people that came in. After about 20 minutes, I looked over, and he had left. I cleared and wiped down the table, and kind of just moved on from there. That was until about 10 minutes later. I was clearing out a couple tabs when the doorman ran in and told me to call the cops. I asked what was up, and he told me that someone had just robbed the convenience store across the street. Obviously, I grabbed the cordless and rang 911, explaining what just happened. They told me that there was a unit that was already pulling up to the location, and that they were likely going to ask us some questions. I told them that was fine, and then as the officer pulled up, they advised we could disconnect. Long story short, the officer arrested the guy and they came over to ask us a few questions. After asking about what we saw and talking to us about the event, we came to find out that the guy that robbed the store was the guy that had gotten fired. For whatever reason, he left the bar and went over to the convenience store and apparently he held it up, demanding the money from the register. When the cashier fought him, he took a knife out and stabbed the cashier several times. What's even worse... That wasn't the first place he had robbed that evening, and our bar was actually on his original list. When he came in and saw the bikers, he decided it wasn't worth it. The whole story about being fired was a lie, and the reason he was distraught was because his plan had been foiled by the group of bikers. So, in the end, the guy that I was nice to would have shoved a knife in my face to rip some cash from the register had we not had a bunch of bikers in the place and my judge of character was apparently way off on this guy. If anyone's curious, the clerk at the store did survive, and the guy went to prison for a very long time. I worked at that bar for a few more years, and after that night, I was actually rather elated every single time the biker groups came in. I've been the man behind the bar for a significant portion of my life, mostly because it pays the bills, lets me work odd hours of the day, and you get to meet new and interesting people. Though, that last one may have varying definitions for some people out there, but honestly, I've met some really cool people, and even a handful of celebrities while serving drinks, and I dig it. Of course... You have the occasional crappy patron, and sometimes you have to deal with fights. But most bars and clubs hire the big muscle guys to take care of those problems. So, you just have to be smart enough to not get involved, and inform security if things get out of hand. The bar I work at has a small radio system for the employees of the club. basically... It's a walkie-talkie system that allows us to contact each other without having to leave our stations. If I have a customer wanting to know where their deep-fried cheese curds are, I can grab the radio and ask the kitchen for an ETA. If we have a band playing, I can radio over to the booth and let them know what it sounds like from my side. On top of this, if we have a customer or patron that is out on the floor and looks like they're getting a little too hammered, I can call out to security and the other bartenders and inform them that the guy with the skull shirt and blue jeans is cut off, and we can all act as a unit behind the counter. It's probably one of the best things this club has implemented, if you asked me. The story I want to tell you is one where the radio really held up its end and made our jobs easier and potentially saved someone from a horrible situation. This was several years ago. It was a pretty typical night. I think there was some DJ playing a dance set for the bar, and quite a few patrons were out that night. Whenever we have DJs, we usually get a bunch of couples out wanting to get wasted and have fun, first dates, and for some reason, a lot of middle-aged women that get super loud. The people that were involved in this were probably in the first or second category, but it was a group with two guys and two ladies. One of the couples walked up to the bar. The young lady ordered, I think, a strawberry daiquiri, and he ordered a couple of shots for their friends over on the other side of the room. She pulls out her credit card and asks me to start a tab for them. I grab it and I ask her for her ID All basic stuff. She checks out, and it all goes as expected. He tells her to take the shots over to their friends so they don't have to walk over, and she excitedly agrees. As soon as she walks away, he looks me dead in the eyes and drops a small baggie on the counter, and then says how much to add this into her drink. I was clearly taken aback by the fact that he would just ask and then he drops a couple hundred dollar bills on the counter, and nods towards the baggie. Obviously, I wasn't going to add this into her drink, and I was more than ready to knock this asshat out myself, but I grab the bag and the money, and tell him to take the rest of the shots over to the friends. He stares at me confused, but then I tell him that he can't be around when I do it, otherwise he would look guilty. At first... He didn't seem to understand, but after processing it for a few moments, he smirks and nods, and then starts to walk toward the group. The second he stepped away from the counter, I grabbed my radio and called for all security. I literally told them that I had an attempted drugging and that management needed to call police, and that security would need to detain him. Then I gave his description. Black short cut hair, blue collared button down, khakis, etc. As soon as they both confirmed that they were all doing what was requested, I stepped out from behind the bar and walked up to the group, and then I got her attention. At first, the guy seemed a bit suspicious of me, but I calmed his suspicion when I said to the whole group, "Uh, "'Your drinks are all coming up shortly, but the system said that your card was declined. Do any of you other lovely folks have a card for the tab?' I'd hate for your party to um end here, and then threw a wink over at that jackass. The lady friend then pulled out a card and tried to hand it to me. I mentioned that I needed them to come over to the bar so I could get her ID, and told the potential victim that she needed to come get her card back. They both followed me over to the counter... The whole time she was saying how confused she was about the fact that the card was declined, and all that. As soon as we got back to the bar, and I got into my station, I grabbed my radio, and I told security to proceed. They approached the two other guys, and while I have no idea what was said, I saw that they were motioning towards the door. After a few seconds, the one jackass started yelling about how they weren't going anywhere, and, of course a small scuffle ensued. When I was certain that security had these two guys under control, I then told the ladies about what the one had asked me to do. I informed them that he had tried to slip me $200 to get me to drug her. daiquiri. At first, I didn't think they believed me, but I showed her the baggie and the money, and told her that the police were on their way. I think the realization of the situation hit her right then and there, because she started to cry, and her friend was just sitting there with her mouth wide open. I tried to interject a bit in an attempt to get them talking and to calm down. I asked how long they'd known the guys. She tells me that they had just started dating two weeks ago, and that he was a friend of the second guy, who turned out to be the female friend's husband. Apparently, she'd known him for years, but the two of them had just started dating, because the couple had decided to hook them up. The cops showed up and pulled the ladies aside to discuss it with them, and one of the officers asked me for what the guy gave me. I had no issue with handing it to him, and I told him that the manager would happily give them the security camera footage from behind the bar. Then, they informed me that, when they got there, the husband actually tried to fight off one of the officers, and claimed he had no idea what his friend was doing, or that he had drugs on him. Apparently, his friend, the jackass, then literally said in front of the police, Bullshit, Dave, I literally bought it from you. So, I have no idea what happened to that marriage, or that friendship, but I was beyond grateful for the radio system that night. This was one of those situations that make you think that Even if you do know someone, you may not always know their intentions. The story happened about a year ago, when I was a bartender up in the northeast part of the US. I'm not going to give the specific location for privacy reasons, just know it was in a fairly decent part of the country and a fairly decent part of the state. The bar itself wasn't one of those snooty high-class joints where people dress in shiny clothing to go, but it did have standards, in that people were expected to act civilized and know when to cut themselves off. There was the occasional patron that would drink too much and try to start fights, but our door guy was good at his job, and we were pretty damn close to a police station. My point is, if they got out of hand, it wasn't long before we had them under control. I think that's why the bar was actually so popular, because it was just a chill place where you could just hang out and play pool. We also had a pinball room that was pretty legit, too. Overall, the six years I worked there were decent. We didn't have too many problems, but... There was one night that I will absolutely never forget for the entirety of my life. I remember that it was a pretty normal Friday night. We were open for the public, and there weren't any special events planned. Usually, these nights were the best. We would get a good crowd, decent tips, and you'd meet some pretty cool people that just wanted to have a good night. The entire evening was going pretty normal until about an hour and a half into the rush crowd. I was sitting there, mixing drinks and handing them out, when I looked over and see that some random guy walked out of the men's restroom completely naked, with the exception of his shoes. This guy was pushing past people as they stared at him, and he was trying his damnedest to get out to the floor. And When he got to the area by the stage... He started busting his ass in some sort of spasm-filled dance, just absolutely losing it. Remember how I said it was a normal night and there were no events? That meant there was no DJ, and no band playing, meaning the only music that was playing was going on overhead, and it wasn't loud, nor was it danceworthy. Despite that, this guy was flaunting his... Manhood all over the dance floor, in probably the fastest paced dance I've ever seen. And it would have been absolutely hysterical had I not been working, and had there not been a huge crowd of people trying to enjoy their evenings. When I realized that this guy wasn't going to stop anytime soon, and was probably not doing this in a sound mind, I decided to step out and get our security on the situation. I walked over to the door and waved down Bert, the door guy, and explained to him, literally saying the following, Hey, Bert, there's a naked guy busting a move on the floor to non-existent music, and while I'm happy that he's having a great time, we should probably get him off the floor. I could see Bert laughing as he nodded, and I went back to my bar to finish what I was doing. When I got back over to my station... The manager informed me that he had called the police and they would be there in only a few minutes. Within a few seconds, though, I hear a commotion happening, and I assume this guy is giving Bert a hard time. Sure enough, I look up and see that Bert is trying to grab the guy's arm and get him off of the floor, and this guy is screaming at Bert that he's ruining his night. Bert tells him that he either needs to leave or put pants on, and this guy seriously thrashes and decks Bert square in the side of the face. Now, Bert is a big man, and I've never seen him stagger when someone gets aggressive, but this guy apparently had one hell of a right hook, because he was able to knock Bert down. And while I wish I could say that he just went back to dancing, he didn't. Instead, he made a beeline straight to my bar and started climbing up on it to get away from them, whoever they were other than Bert. Again, had this not been happening while I was working, I would have been laughing my ass off, but at this point, I didn't really know what to do. After a second or two, Bert got back up and walked up to the bar and basically just tried to talk this guy down from the top of the bar. After a bit of back and forth between this guy that is clearly tripping hard and Bert, the guy jumps down and tries to run to the back. Thankfully, Bert grabs him and gets him in a lock. Unfortunately for Bert, this guy was not done fighting. At this point, this guy is wailing his arms and legs out in any direction he can, and Bert is trying to carry him toward the door. Out of nowhere, this guy goes full psycho and just screeches as loud as he can and then literally sinks his teeth into Bert's arm. Like, he literally bit into his arm as hard as he could, to the point that it drew blood and caused Bert to scream in pain. Thankfully, at that moment, the police had entered the building and saw what was happening, though I don't think it was hard to figure out where the situation was, it took two officers and a crapload of blasts from the taser to finally get this guy away from Bert and out the front door. Thankfully, due to the fact that this guy was clearly on something, they also sent the paramedics. If you're curious, I believe it was bath salts and speed, so this guy was flying higher than a zeppelin. The medics came in and checked Bert's arm He ended up needing a few stitches, and he has a permanent scar on his arm from this guy. Honestly, though, I'm glad that Bert was there and was as tough a guy as he was, because I have a feeling if I had tried to stop this guy, he could have killed me. We ended up closing for the night after that whole thing went down, and the manager actually hired a second doorman for every shift. I guess he figured that having two burly guys would be better than just the one... And while that was true, we never had another event like that happen. Thankfully. (laughs) So that, friends, was a collection of three bartender horror stories. A job that, um, while I know probably has to face a lot of very interesting people... I didn't really think about it being a scary job until I got these. Uh, yeah, some of these the, of these three store. I mean, really, I say some, but it's all three of them. Um, kind of terrifying. The guy that was going to rob the bar? Yeah, that freaks me out, not going to lie. The drugged-out guy that was naked on the dance floor? Um, yeah, pretty terrifying. Never had to face that in any of my office jobs. And then the the other one with the, the radio and the two couples? No, no. No. that That's just terrible. I'm sorry. Those, those guys need to go to prison for the rest of their lives, but we're not going to go there. Um, but anyway. Yeah, uh, so thank you to all the bartenders out there that do their job and have to deal with this crap on a daily basis. Thank you for listening to this video all the way to this point. And thank you to everyone who likes my content and subscribes to the channel. Hint, hint. If you like the content, subscribe to the channel, hit the thumbs up button, the bell icon next to it. If you really want to support the channel, follow me on my social media platforms or... Support over Patreon and memberships. All patrons and members get early access to my content. Yeah. All that said, my lovely friends, I hope you have a beautiful day. And I hope you have a fantastic weekend. And I hope I'll see you in the next video. But until then, sleep well.